Geoffrey John is an Anglican priest who hit the headlines in 2003 when he was nominated as Bishop of Reading. Because of the strength of the objections to his nomination, because he was in a loving, though celibate, partnership with another man, he withdrew his acceptance. He's written a book called Permanent, Faithful, Stable, Christian Same-Sex Marriage. And to discuss it, we're joined now by the Church of Ireland chaplain at Trinity College in Dublin, the Reverend Darren McCallig. Darren, you're very welcome to the programme. Can you begin by telling us something about Geoffrey John? Yes, well, as you said, uh, Geoffrey sort of came to wider public attention in, in 2003 when he was nominated as Bishop of Reading. But he was actually quite well known before that as a, he's a fantastic theologian. He was canon theologian uh, for many years in the cathedral and he had been a, an academic before that as well. But I suppose it was really in 2003 when he was nominated as Bishop of Reading that he came to wider uh, public attention. And as you say, uh, the reason for that was that when he was nominated as Bishop of Reading, he would have been the first openly gay bishop in the Church of England, some might say not the first gay bishop and due to the strength of the the reaction against that he was forced more or less to withdraw his his nomination. Now um, the Reverend Mark Oakley in in the foreword says he's the best bishop we never had. Yeah, I think a lot of people would agree with that. Uh, just to mention another of his books, actually, which may be of interest to uh, to people listening to this programme who read this book and really like it. He has a fantastic book called The Meaning in the Miracles, where he looks at all the miracles in the Gospels and he digs into the background, the scriptural background, and then he sort of tries to apply them and their meaning for us today. It's a really fabulous little book for anybody interested in the life of Jesus and in what might be the meaning in the miracles. The Meaning in the Miracles, a wonderful book by Jeffrey John and sort of under the fact that not only, you know, this is an issue that has touched him personally, but he's also a very skilled theologian. So what's wonderful about this book, Permanent, Faithful, Stable, Christian, Same-Sex Marriage, I think, is that he brings those two things together. He brings his own personal experience as someone who has been wounded, I would say deeply wounded by, by the church on this, but also someone who is a very skilled uh, theologian. And he brings those two things together. Now, it's a reissue. It was first published some 20 years ago. It was first published as Permanent, Faithful, Stable, Christian Same-Sex Partnerships. But, of course, because of the debate within England and Scotland and here in Ireland now too about uh, extending marriage to include same-sex uh, couples I suppose was decided to reissue it and he's I suppose his basic thesis the basic argument in the book is that loving and committed i.e. permanent faithful stable uh, same-sex uh, relationships can have the same theological the same ethical the same sacramental status as relationships between a man and a woman and because of that they should be affirmed and blessed and accepted by the church. And as you say he comes at it from a personal point of view and he wasn't happy with uh, Archbishop Rowan Williams. No, I don't suppose he was, though he can probably speak for himself. I, 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 you may notice in the preface to the book, he quotes he quotes Rowan uh, many years ago, where Rowan um, basically questioned, shall we say, very strongly the church's traditional teaching on same-sex relationships. And I suppose he's expressing disappointment that when Rowan then became Archbishop of Canterbury, he sort of tried to set aside his maybe his own personal views and instead tried to focus on keeping the Anglican worldwide 
celebrate Anglican communion together. And I suppose Geoffrey John might say that he he placed too much emphasis on trying to maintain unity and not enough emphasis on digging into the theological, biblical, scriptural issues around this issue, because those are pretty weighty and pretty important issues. Well, let's look at them. He comes at it from three areas. Is it scriptural? Is it moral? And is it achievable? Let's look at the scriptural first. Sure. Uh, well, I suppose what he does in the book, and it's a really short book, actually, it's only about 70 pages. So he tries to pack an awful lot in. And in the first section, as you say, which is, is it scriptural? He looks in turn at most of the main passages in the Bible that often come up in this debate. For example, as everybody knows, in Leviticus, in the Holiness Code, um, homosexuality is banned. In fact, there's a, a death penalty for people for people caught. And he looks at that and he says, well, we've got to understand a couple of things about that. We've got to understand when it was written. It was probably written during the time of the Babylonian exile when the people of Israel were in exile. And so the ban on homosexuality maybe suggests two things were uppermost in the person's mind who wrote it. First, the need for the people of Israel to have lots of children. And secondly, the need for the people of Israel to distinguish themselves from the surrounding Babylonian uh, Gentile society. And so the Holiness Code not only contains the ban on homosexuality, but also contains lots of other bans, you know, things like the dietary laws, not eating uh, shellfish, the things like not trimming uh, one's beard, the things around the kind of clothes you can wear. And so the question that Geoffrey John asks, and it's a very, very important question, is if we now as Christians set aside those other parts of the holiness code, is it fair, is it just, is it right, is it moral to keep one part of it which might seem quite arbitrary, the ban on homosexuality. Very, very good question. Now, the next one is, is it moral? Yes, here he deals, I suppose, with what the man on the street might say. You sometimes hear people saying, well, it's just not natural or it doesn't fit the the natural order of, of, of creation or the natural order of procreation. And what what Geoffrey John points out here again is he questions this approach and he says, you know, certainly for most churches, certainly for Anglicans, we no longer argue that sexual activity is only right or good where there's a possibility of children. For example, we will marry couples for one or other is past the age of childbearing. We will marry couples for one or other isn't fertile. So again, the question is, is there really a difference in moral status, ethical status, sacramental status between the relationship between, say, a couple where one isn't fertile and the relationship between uh, people of the same gender? Again, a very, very good question. And finally, is it achievable? Yeah, and this this is an interesting one, I suppose. Um, the last uh, the last uh, chapter, the third of his three chapters, and here he deals with that misapprehension one sometimes hears that maybe uh, gay and lesbian people are somehow more promiscuous um, than than straight people. Now, I have to say personally, I find this misapprehension utterly confusing, because I know personally many many uh, people in long term same gender relationships who are married far longer than many married couples I know. And indeed, when one considers the historic homophobia in Ireland, uh, then it seems to me that the fact that they have maintained the fidelity and the faithfulness within these partnerships is nothing short of heroic. So again, the question that Geoffrey John raises is, what, what can we do as churches to support people in in fidelity, in faithfulness, in love. And speaking as a, as a, as a married straight 
man, I can tell you that I think the church stepping in and providing public liturgies, in my case of marriage, public liturgies of support and blessing are extraordinarily important in helping people to keep loving, faithful relationships going over the long term. And he talks about the whole humanity of the thing and people striving to find someone to grow old with. That's right. It's a lovely phrase, isn't it, that he that he uses there? Because really what seems to me what this debate is about is love, you know, and, and romance, actually. And so often what happens in the debate, and it would be a terrible shame if this happened in Ireland as we begin to debate this issue in the, in the months, uh, months ahead. What happens in the debate often is it turns into a battle of the Bible quotes. And that's that's a disaster because actually what we're dealing with here is love. And what we as Christians understand marriage to be is a covenanted relationship where people find their truest selves by giving themselves away in love to each other. And so the question we have to ask is, can permanent, faithful, stable, loving, committed relationships between people of the same gender, can they reflect that love of God in the same way as heterosexual marriages can reflect the love of God? And the answer, it seems to me, has to be yes, of course it can. So as we head into this debate, would you recommend this book? I would recommend it wholeheartedly. It's only 70 pages. It's it's quite good value. I can't remember the exact price. It's uh, probably only six, seven, eight euros, something like that. Quite cheap. Uh, and I, one final point I would make. Something surprised me about this book. Because Jeffrey John has been through a rather difficult time. But despite all, all of the woundedness and hurt that he, that he has experienced, this is a very hopeful book. This is a very joyful book. Because, of course, at the end of the day, it's about love. And, you know, Desmond Tutu often says that when he looks at how the churches have treated gay people, he feels ashamed. And I share that shame sometimes. And the young people that I work with in Trinity College find it incomprehensible that the churches still consider this to be a big issue. But what Desmond Tutu also says about these issues around homosexuality is what he said about apartheid, that it will end because the the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. So I think we can be hopeful that this debate will end, has to end. Of course it will, because the Holy Spirit gets us all in the end. And this debate will end with the full inclusion, acceptance and love of all God's children. Reverend Darren McCallig, thank you for being with us. Permanent, Faithful, Stable, Christian Same-Sex Marriage by Geoffrey John is published by Darton Longman and Todd.